Welcome to episode 20. And if I don't get my sponsor in here, I am going to get fired big time. So without further ado, if you've ever struggled with the Great Commission, my sponsor at 1211 Apparel has just what you've been looking for. 1211 Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world because it's based on the Bible and gives glory to God. Jesus gave his followers a great commission before he left, and that great commission includes you and me. But if you have ever struggled with sharing Jesus, 1211 Apparel created Prayer, Wear, and Share to help. It's a free training on how to fulfill Jesus' promise of light and easy, found in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Since 1211 Apparel is Bible-based, they start out with giving first. Give, and it will come back to you. This is not a theory. It's the truth. 1211 Apparel wants to give you access to unlimited Christian tracks and free training to help you get off the pew and into the battle for the souls of your friends and family. Use our special link, nodoubtonlybelieve.com slash battle to get started today. Welcome back to episode 12, and we have been diving into the spirit realm lately, and so I want to kind of tie this all together with a scripture, but before I do all of that, you know how we've got to start in the Gospel of John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. If this is your first time here, I want to thank you for stopping by. And every every episode begins with John 1.1 because I think it is so important If we're not in the Word, if we're not building our life on the Word, if we're not using the Word as our filter, and if we're not using the Word to be a doer, then why are we even reading the Word? I think you get my point. The Word of God is a huge, big deal. And we talked about in the last episode what how powerful the name of Jesus was and how we've been given authority to use that name kind of as a power of attorney. But in Psalm 138, I believe it is 2, he elevate, God elevates the word above his name. So I want to read that to you. I didn't read it to you before I knew it, but I didn't know exactly where it was. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth, for you have magnified your word above all your name. That is an incredible scripture because we know how powerful the name of Jesus is. And I knew when someone said, when I first got saved over 28 years ago, they told me to get into the word and read the word. And I did that. But, you know, I didn't realize how important the word was. I mean, how could I? I mean, I was a baby Christian. You know, I I barely could get to church. But I really dug into the word, and I just want to encourage you that it is so important in my life that if you took the word of God from me, I don't want to be over dramatic, but I believe my whole life in a matter of mm, a year or two would just come crumbling. I would revert back. I'm no different than anybody. I'm actually 
you know, probably if given five, 10 more years of not reading the word and not trying to apply it to my life, I could easily revert back into the old Greg. And that was horrible. And I don't want nothing to do with that. I am going to dig into the word. I'm going to stay in the word. I've built my life on the word. I think we've pretty much got the picture, but I just want to beat this drum. I just want to tell you how important I believe it is. I believe it's so important that I come on this podcast every day and every day I talk about the word, or at least I have my intro guy talk about the word of God. It is a foundational principle. But another principle that I want to make sure you understand is the principle that God is a spirit. And that's found in John 4, 24. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. John 14, 6, where he declares himself that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And, you know, tying it all back in together, because I've been talking about the spirit realm, and I introduced you to the angel in uh, Revelation 10, where he's holding that little book, got his got a foot in the water and a foot on the on the on the land and he's got a wearing a rainbow for a hat. You remember the guy if you've listened if you haven't heard that go back to I think it's 19 and 18 I introduced the angel. And the reason that I introduced this and and the reason that I'm here on this podcast is because I I just see things a little bit different and it may or may not help you. I hope it does. But it helps me to kind of get a picture of these things instead of just reading words. And when my wife and I are reading at night, you know, before we go to bed sometimes, you know, she'll shut her book. And what she says, she says, I got to go to bed. I'm just calling words. And I think sometimes that's the trap that we kind of fall into when we're reading our Bible is we just start calling words. I mean, we know how to pronounce them or we know, you know, while we're reading it that we feel like we got we can check this box off. Hey, I read the Bible today, but it's not about reading. I, I think if I could tweak one thing in your life that would make a huge difference in your Christian walk, I would encourage you to stop reading your Bible. I know, I know. But I would then tweak that and say, start believing your Bible. Stop just reading it and start believing it. Now, to believe it, it's going to take a little bit more work. It's going to take a little bit more, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but faith, maybe, is that the word? It's going to take a little bit of faith or a lot of faith to when you make that declaration. And I just wanted to show you what a sense of humor God has, because when I declared that I was going to believe the word of God, I didn't care what I read. I was going to believe it. And so I want to take you to the scripture that I open, you know, kind of the Bible bingo. I don't know if you've ever done that where you just let your Bible open up. And I do that a lot just after I get done praying. And if I don't have a, you know, a book or a scripture or something that I want to dig into, I kind of do the old Bible bingo. I, I just open my Bible up and wherever it falls, that's where I start reading. And I, you know, I always ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to no, because he wrote the book. I mean, you can open your Bible up anywhere and start reading, and it, it's God-inspired. Whoever wrote that part wrote it through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But I want to I open up, and I want to read the part that I read 
right after I made the declaration that I'm going to believe everything about the Bible. Now, the verse that I opened up to, now I'm going to butcher these names because English, you remember, if, if you've listened in a previous episode, English is not my first language. I, I think it's, it's redneck or Bubba E's or something, but I, I'm not real good at reading and writing like probably y'all are, but I'm going to go, it's in, it's in 2 Samuel 23, verse 8, and it was, it was where it started describing David's mighty men, and it's, we're going to pick it up in, in verse 8. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Joshua Behabit, the Tecmanite, chief among the captains. He was called Adino the Esnite because he had killed 800 men at one time. I want you to stop whatever you're doing, and I want you to picture killing 800 men. And I'm I'm just want you to just figure and instead of killing, I know that's kind of morbid or kind of might be a little too aggressive for you know you driving down. I mean we don't need to be thinking about killing stuff and and I don't even want to start talking about the Old Testament and the New Testament. I'm just telling you when I sat down and said I was going to believe everything instead of killing 800 men and you know and he had probably a sword or a spear. He did not have the atomic bomb or a machine gun. I I pictured myself, and again, I, I know you think I'm crazy, but this is how I did it. I pictured myself, I was at a concession stand, and I may have been helping with the baseball teams or all that back in when my kids were in high school, but I pictured myself in a concession stand with the little Coke glasses, you know, the little plastic or wax glasses, and a, and a bag of ice, and I had to dig the bag of ice. I had to dig the Coke. I had to dig the cup into the bag of ice or have a little scoop and, and fill that thing up with ice, the cup, and then take a two-liter bottle of Coke or Pepsi or whatever your favorite drink is, whatever they ordered, and I had to dump the Coke into the glass and then hand the person the glass and get their dollar. And I wanted. I started imagining, because the thought came to my head, wow. 800 men. And so the next thought that came to mind, that's kind of hard to believe. Now, I want you to remember that I said, I just made that declaration that I'm going to believe everything that I read. So then I had to stop. You know, I didn't just call words. I stopped and I started picturing. Now, how in the world does something like that happen? So then I'm picturing this guy you know, and I, I'm not trying to picture the guy killing people, but I mean, he's killing people, 800 people. I'm, I'm serving 800. I got 800 people in this line that I'm serving Cokes to, and I'm scooping the ice. I'm doing it by myself because it didn't say this guy had help. This was number one on David's mighty men list. So this was the baddest man. He killed 800 people at one time. And so I'm, I'm, picturing this, trying to believe it and trying to figure this out and trying to get a picture of this in my head. And I'm serving Cokes. I got a line of 800 people and I'm scooping the ice. I'm pouring it. I'm not, I don't have any help. I'm taking the money. I'm serving 800 people. If I serve one person every minute, I have served 60 people in the first hour. I have served 
for 10 hours. If I don't take a smoke break, I don't smoke. But if I didn't take a smoke break and I don't take a bathroom break in 10 hours, I have served 600 people. And I'm like, wow. So I've got to spend another 200 minutes, which is another three hours. So it's over 13 hours of me serving Cokes to serve 800 people in one day. And so I, it was I, I, what in my point that I'm trying to make is as, as you read your Bible, and as you read and you start believing this, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm saying the Christian walk is simple, but it's not easy. Jesus said, and I can't remember what it, they're all kind of running together, but I, you know, they're up online. I did a whole podcast, but it is, it's, it's in Matthew seven, I think it's 13 and 14. Jesus never said the Christian walk was going to be easy, but it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. So I just kind of wanted to pull all this together. I wanted you to see that God, the the God that we serve, Father God, is a spirit. We have got to figure this spirit realm out. We've got to figure out. We've got to use our faith. We've got to be able to picture things. And to do this, we've got to, we've got to learn how to fight in the spirit. We've got to learn how to battle in the spirit realm because Satan is going to try to drag you into the physical realm and use all your senses and and he's gonna he's gonna just beat the fire out of you if if you're gonna allow him to bring you into the physical realm and he's gonna whoop up on you. But if what we're gonna try to do is win the battles of life and win the daily battle, we have to do it in the spirit. And we need to learn how to fight in the spirit. We need to learn what our weapons of the war- warfare are. And we need to we need to get ready because it's a battle whether you're fighting it or not. Life is coming. And if you haven't noticed, it's getting a little bit more fearful. It's getting a little bit more nervous out there. And it's getting, if you're not entering into this battle, and that is why I created this podcast, one of like 57 reasons why I created this podcast. It is to help you get into this battle and to start destroying some of these doubts and fears and unbelief. And to break up all of this division and hatred, I, I just I can't stand it because unity and love and peace and joy, all of these things, that's what that's what the Christian walk brings in. But you get all this other stuff that your senses are taking in. And if you're not battling it, if you're not in the word, there's there's that thing again. If you're not if you're not building your life on that foundation, it's gonna the storms of life are going to just destroy you. And I don't want that to happen. So this has been a whole lot longer than I wanted it to go. And God kind of took me on a path that I wasn't even prepared to go on today. But I want to thank you for being a part of this. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't subscribed yet, to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I'm told that if, if you like this thing, or even if you don't like it, I mean, I, I would prefer, I would prefer you read, you'd leave a nice review, but you know, I mean, if you think that I'm a Yahoo, then I mean, I guess the world needs to know to stay away, but I'm about three weeks in tomorrow. I'll be three weeks into this thing. Hit subscribe and let's see what God has for us tomorrow. Thanks again for stopping by. And I look forward to meeting with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.